What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 342. We're here on Thursday, January 13th. And today was a very bad day for the Biden administration. Yes. And a great day for the American people. Yay! Uh, good news! Yeah, good news. I mean, you know, the, I mean, the I mean, country's, just, you know, the country's still, still falling apart. Yeah, the country's still <laughs> fucked. I mean, you know, there's no sugarcoating that. But... <laughs> At least today, we have some good news to talk about. So, yeah. of course, I'm sure you've all heard by now, the Supreme Court crushed the Biden vaccine mandate for private businesses. Uh, the ruling was six to three. It was very nice to see the conservatives finally get on one side of something. And that was for the private businesses with more than 100 employees, the OSHA mandate, as it became to know, uh, be known. We're going to talk more on that in a second. First, the disappointing part of it was that the ruling on vaccine requirements for healthcare workers uh, was 5-4 to hold on to that. Of course, Roberts sided with the liberals. There's a shock. But disappointingly, Brett Kavanaugh did as well. That's a, a little bit more understandable because mm. the government does have a huge role in healthcare disappointingly, but they do because of the whole Medicare Medicaid system. Yeah. But uh, of course Clarence Thomas, who is tremendous, and uh, Alito, who is also tremendous, they dissented on this, uh Thomas writing basically that if Congress had wanted to grant CMS, which is the uh Medicare management agency, uh the authority to impose this, they would have said so clearly and they did not. So there's negatives on that, but the positive is that, you know, a couple hundred million people in this country aren't going to be under the authoritarian mandate on private businesses. Yeah, that's good news. And, you know, I saw a lot of people today being like, oh, well, you know, this isn't that huge of a deal. It's a huge deal. It is, especially when the country's in an economic turmoil. There's labor shortages. That meant that businesses would probably have to fire a lot of people. Well, yeah, it was going to lead to firings, yeah. first off. Yeah. You have the labor shortage, like you said. Mm-hmm. People weren't thinking of the fact that, well, this was going to apply to trucking companies. Yeah. Why do truckers who sit in a truck by themselves all fucking day and move yeah. goods around this country need yeah. to have a vaccine? Yeah. They simply don't. Yep. And th- th- there's already a massive supply chain crisis, right? So that yeah. was only going to exacerbate that. Yeah. The economy, like you said, a mess, total mess, right? I mean, grocery stores in the Northeast and elsewhere in the country, they don't have anything in the fucking shelves. No. It's bad. You go in to get produce, you go in to get meat, salads, the whole thing is fucking wiped out. Yeah. And as fast as the stuff comes in, which is very slow, it goes out the door because the demand is there. So, like, you know, that's just one small aspect of what this would have done. And and beyond that, we we shouldn't be living in a fucking show-me-your-papers society. Yeah. Like a hamburger. Well, where are your papers? You know, and, and... Can I go to work? Well, sure. But where are your papers? Right, right. And yeah. that's the problem that I had with yeah. it. Um, and the government shouldn't be telling private businesses what they have to do. You know, now private businesses can still mandate it. This doesn't stop them from doing that, which I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. But, you know, the lib, the lib corporations are going to do such. And, you know, that that's, that's part of working for a liberal corporation. So... Mm-hmm. Luckily, we, we don't work for a liberal corporation, but, you know, it is what it is. So, that's that. Big win, SCOTUS, tremendous, right? The liberals melted down. 
You can read all about that and see more on that yeah. in Matt's piece, townhall.com. And that's an ongoing thing. That's going to be like the human centipede of reaction pieces. So um. <laughs> You had to get the reference in always. Uh, well, here's the thing. The liberals are having a really, really tough go of it right now. You know, President Biden is totally fucking inept. Yeah. Right? They can't get anything done. They can't get the easy shit done. Build I mean, it's back, bad. Build Back Better fell apart. Right, which was yeah. great for the, the country. Uh, the, the filibuster scheme has now totally blown up. Well, there, there there needs to be some background on this because people are like, well, they were going to crush the filibuster. Not quite, mm-hmm. right? They, what they wanted to do was this concocted diabolical scheme, I'll call it, right? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was like, <laughs> we're not going to end the filibuster, but only in this specific instance. Yeah, no. Right? Yeah. That was like when the Supreme Court ruled on Bush v. Gore. They were yeah. like, we're this, ruling on this, but it doesn't apply to anything else yeah, yeah, ever yeah, in the yeah. history and of anything. it'll never count ever again. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So basically they wanted to carve this out this one time to pass this fucking bullshit, you know, John Lewis voting law that was concocted out of thin air. It's called uh, the Democrats' only election bill, where only the Democrats can win. Yeah, it literally that's what does. It, is. it federalizes all elections and it tilts in favor of the Democratic Party. It's total bullshit. Everyone can see right through the scheme, and um, I just love how, like, it's like, it's not us that's the problem. <laughs> it's the Democrats' own side that fumbled this, so. Well, we're going to have more on this in a yeah, second, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we need to go back to Tuesday. Oh. Because on Tuesday, Joe Biden went to Georgia, mm. the site of his election theft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, you know, visiting the site of the crime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Ted Bundy when he used to go to the uh, the areas with his uh, dates and yes. he, he had bodies yeah. buried in the area. <laughs> and basically, him and Kamala Harris went through this long rant about how if you don't agree with their take on how they need to federalize elections and basically make it so that Republicans can't ever win again, you're a racist. They went to that card, as yeah. usual. Yep. You know? uh, they named names in the speech. Yeah. John Tester is yeah. George Wallace. Well, that was the one thing that was so, like, disgusting about it was, like, if you don't agree with us, you know, you're basically the KKK. Yeah. You know? We got a few clips here. Let's roll those clips. There is nothing normal about a law that makes it illegal to pass out water or food to people standing in long voting lines. Jim Crow 2.0 is about two insidious things voter suppression, and election subversion. It's no longer about who gets to vote. It's about making it harder to vote. So the uh, first was Kamala uh, basically just lying about all of the voting laws in Georgia and around the country. Uh, the next was Jim Crow 2.0. And so, yeah, these are just lies. It's not illegal to hand out water. You know, the whole thing is just fucking uh, made up. No. You know, it's another made-up crisis that they feel is something that they need to do because they know that they're going to get fucking shellacked in yeah. the midterms. I just I just think it's funny how, like, they defend 2020 as, like, the most secure, free, and fair election, but yet they have this massive election overhaul bill that <laughs> they want to get passed. Like, pick pick your narrative here. Yes. Are, do we have election integrity or, or, or not? <laughs> well, the irony is they're trying to play... Not just two sides of this, but three sides. Yeah. That it was the most secure election ever, 
mm-hmm. in which Biden got the most votes ever, and yeah. it was no funny business whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. But there, the other, and then the other side of this is, but there's racist restrictions keeping people from voting. Mm. That doesn't add up with the most votes yeah, ever. Doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. doesn't so much. And then they say, but the, you know, this is democracy is on death's door. Yeah. What? I know. I know. I know. What? I know. If the G- if the GOP wins, we're not going to have another election again. Let's not forget Biden, who was uh, comparing everybody who is against these bill these Democrat takeovers of election to a Democrat himself, George Wallace, who was a segregationist, of course. Interestingly enough, Biden was a huge fan of George Wallace, right? Oh. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Go back and look at Biden's quotes on uh, a lot of these uh, these Southerners from back in the day because, you know, Biden's been around long enough basically from when well, slavery I mean, yeah, was around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was there yeah. when John Quincy Adams was inaugurated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so that that's another fucking level of hypocrisy on this. And then Mitch McConnell went to the Senate floor, basically shit all over Biden, said that this is a travesty, and if they try to blow up the filibuster in the Senate, that it's going to unleash, essentially, the dogs of hell uh, that the Democrats will regret forever. Mm -hmm. So then we come back around here, and remember Biden said in the election, oh, I'll never end the filibuster. Yeah. What what is with these people? I mean, his mind has gone to... Remember, his brain is oatmeal now. He probably forgot that he promised. He he probably did, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Now, now, he's in favor. Roll that clip. To protect our democracy, I support changing the Senate rules. Whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights. When it comes to protecting majority rule in America, the majority should rule in the United States Senate. But I guess he also forgot that for decades he said that he was not in favor of ending the filibuster when he was vice president, Mm -hmm. when he was in the Senate for 6,000 years. Roll that clip. Speaking of those other candidates, several of them have proposed major structural reforms to our government and to our democracy. These include abolishing the Electoral College, uh, expanding the size of the Supreme Court, setting term limits for justices, abolishing the legislative filibuster. Which, if any of these, do you support? None. Why not? Because that structural change requires constitutional amendments. It raises problems that are more damaging than the problems that exist. Huh. I Ironic. Know. I know. It's, it's I, t- I, I don't know what's going on. I, know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. <laughs> and then, so then, to make it even more delicious, we knew that this probably wasn't going to happen. We talked about this the other day, yeah. right? We, we knew that the odds were not in favor of them getting this done. Well, Biden said, you know what? Let me go over to Capitol Hill and try to get some of these Dems on board. And he couldn't do it. <laughs> Not only could he not do it, <laughs> as Joe Biden was arriving to Capitol Hill, Kirsten Cinema goes to the floor of the Senate. Yeah, yeah. And basically guts Joe Biden on the floor of the Senate and says that I am in favor of this legislation. However, I will not and never vote to end the filibuster. And it's not worth upending for a temporary wish here. Yeah. And it's a guardrail against, I guess, devolving into total chaos. No, yeah. He's right. 
So Joe Biden basically got shit on as he arrived to yeah. Capitol Hill. Ice in her veins. I like it. Oh yeah, she I love just. It. I mean, she ended their yeah. fucking hopes of this power grab. And then, of course, Biden goes to the cameras, and his dementia drugs must have been wearing off. <laughs> because he goes on this totally fucking unhinged, just like, minute-long rant of dementia. Gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh, let, let's, let's roll this clip. Is this mic on? I guess, anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not sure either. But anyway, I hope we can get this done. But I'm not sure. But one thing for certain, one thing for certain, like every other major civil rights bill that came along, if we miss the first time, we can come back and try it a second time. We miss this time. We miss this time. And the state legislative bodies continue to change the law, not as to who can vote, but who gets to count the vote. Count the vote. Count the vote. It's about election subversion, not just whether or not people get to vote. Who counts the vote? That's what this is about. That's what makes this so different than anything else we've ever done. I don't know that we can get it done, but I know one thing. As long as I have a breath in me, as long as I'm in the White House, as long as I'm engaged at all, I'm going to be fighting to change the way these legislatures have moving. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was good. He, there, there's so many things in there. First off. Do the Google. He's fucking yelling. <laughs> yeah. Right? He goes full yell there. Who counts? The count vote counts. Old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> but he raises I mean, he basically, the silent part. Well, he also just, yeah, he admitted that he stole the election there. <laughs> he admitted he stole the election. That's <laughs> he goes... It's about who counts the, the votes. votes. It's election yeah. subversion. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been saying the whole time. <laughs> and you basically just came out there and said it that, yeah, we need to stack the deck with our people counting the votes. Otherwise, we're fucked. So, yeah, that's how that happened. And that was the end of that. Now the, the filibuster's finished. I mean, the, their attempt at ending the filibuster is finished. Sorry, long day. Mm -hmm. Uh so, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Bullet dodge there. <laughs> but, we have to think about this. Who counts the vote? Who counts the vote? Who counts the vote? <laughs> because they count the vote, and we got <laughs> fucked last time. So, perhaps we need to, as they call it, fortify. To fortify the election? Who's counting the vote yeah. on our side. Yeah. And how we can get to fucking observe it, because we were stopped from doing that last time. <laughs> Binoculars out. I mean, you know, how long are they going to... Are they going to carry this COVID shit into the midterms to try to get that they're gonna vote try by mail to do, shit oh, again? They're going to absolutely try to do that. Are they going to do it unconstitutionally again? Yeah. Because probably. perhaps we should be fucking ready this time. Because that's the only way they're going to be able to have a hope of keeping the House. Yeah, well, I, the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, you know, anybody who says that the election was stolen is derided as a conspiracy theorist. But now he's just saying it out in the open. Yeah. It's all about who counts the vote. Yeah. We've been saying that since November 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and and we're we're told, well, no, there's no way that anything happened, well, and it was the most secure election. The president ever. of the United States just said, "I stole the election, yeah, and I'm well, passing this bill to make sure I can keep stealing elections." To be fair, he allegedly just said that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they heard it, but, <laughs> you know, just to cover our ass. Yeah, so. yeah, he uh, might or might not have said that. Yeah. That thing that we were talking about. Yep. <laughs> Oh, what else is going on? Oh, and as part of that thing when he went to Georgia, by the way, to talk about the uh, Jim yeah. Crow of of uh, voting laws that they got down there, yeah. you know who was suspiciously absent? Hmm. Discount Aunt Jemima. Oh, really? <laughs> Still St- one of the best campaign St- ads literally ever in St- the history. Stacey Abrams? Yeah, in the history of campaign She mailers. was asked why she was absent. She got a little huffy. Well, you know what her her excuse was. What was it? Sorry, we had a scheduling conflict. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's my you know, that's my excuse too. When you know you work on a singular issue, yeah, it's your yeah. trademark issue, yeah. and the president comes to your state. Sorry, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I got I, I got things to do. Yeah. And then uh, this is this is you know what it is. She just didn't want to have to clean up his poop. Oh God! That's why she didn't want to go. She she knew everyone knows that he shit his pants around the boat. She didn't want to have to be in when the he room. shit his pants. He shit his pants. And he had to clean it up like you know, nurse at a retirement home. Well, all jokes aside, the 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 serious part of this is that you're already seeing what's going to be a massive phenomenon in the midterms. Yeah, is that Joe Biden is so toxic now? Yeah, he is so unpopular. With his approval rating that is basically in the 20s now, right? Mm. He's so unpopular that not even Democrats will want to appear with him. I agree. And that's what's going to be in the midterms. We were just yeah. talking about it a few minutes ago. I said, you know, it's going to be really funny to see how Joe Biden has to hide in the White House and not campaign for Congress because he will do nothing but damage yeah. whatever candidates he campaigns for. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's bad news after bad news for America you know, we've had bad news for Biden and for America this week on inflation, on the economy. We have a uh, record, record high inflation on producer price index, which as we've explained before on here, the producer price index is upstream mm-hmm. of the consumer price index, right? Mm-hmm. When producer prices jump, it gets passed on to consumers. Yeah. Democrats don't like to admit that. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, isn't it interesting yeah. to always say, well... You know, it's just it's the same thing for them with the fucking minimum wage shit. Yeah, with the minimum wage shit, they're like, well, there's no reason for you know restaurants or or businesses to charge consumers more when they have to pay more in wages. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, have you ever, ran a business? Have you ever had basic math? I know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you don't even have yeah. to run a business to know yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it's just basic math. So producer price index, massive record high. Massive record high, nine point seven percent. Okay, consumer price seven percent. So as we've told you, yeah, they keep saying, "Oh well, don't worry, don't worry. Inflation's gonna calm down. It's gonna calm down. It's no problem. There's no problem here whatsoever. Everything is totally fine. All is well." Well, guess what? <laughs> it's not fucking it's not, fine. Yeah, it's it's bad. Not only is inflation staggering, you have massive sh- shortages of goods. Yeah, right. In addition to the consumer goods of you know, like we've talked about cars, mm-hmm. technology, mm-hmm. chips, you know all that stuff. Now we don't even have fucking stocked grocery shelves. Yeah, is this you know someone the other day was like, 
is this the Soviet Union in 1984? Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Cast and Tylenol, we're out. Yeah. It's like Venezuela. It is. Uh, and it's unfortunate. Venezuela, Joe, Caracas, Joe Caracas. That's what you call him. <laughs> Joe Caracas. I mean, getting groceries now, like, we, we had to jump through hoops to get our fucking groceries. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I had to punch an old lady in the face for the last bag of apples. Oh my no, God. I, didn't, I didn't have to do that. No, that's fine. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of is when uh, in uh, on Seinfeld when Jerry needs the marble rye. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me, your Give it to bag. me, your bag. <laughs> yeah. Or like jingle all the way with the... Yeah. the, the, the he got two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the fucking... Like I said before, the nut milks are, are out. Yeah. No one drinks that shit. Yeah. And the well, nut milks Well, a lot of people out. do around here because they're fucking liberals. Yeah. But I mean the day I mean seriously. The day the day I go into a grocery store and there's no almond milk, I'm like, what the fuck is this? The day That's I, how nightmare. The day I ever drink any of that is the day I will kill myself. Well a certain coworker a former coworker brought brought that in. Well why do you think she's former? Yeah. You know. <laughs> um What else we got here? I was gagged. Gagged a maggot. Good news for us. Bad news for maybe some because over six hundred thousand people mm have relocated from three blue states during the pandemic. New York and uh, California and Illinois. Of course, they flee to red states. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to vote for... They're going to try to liberalize the states. Yeah. I Listen, if we're going with... Since everyone's going with overreach over here, if I was governor of any red state and I see, like, you know, these residents, you know, coming from those states... I'll call it the blue state tax. New salt. I'll call it new salt. Yeah. If you are from a blue state and come to my red state, property value – if you want to buy a home here, you got to pay an extra 35% on top of the price. Yeah. And you get taxed 12.5% more than everybody else. So someone posted a sign that yeah. it's in Florida and it's at a bar at some local establishment in yeah. Florida in, in Boca, right? Boca. And it says, welcome to Florida. And this is just perfect. You came here from there because you didn't like there. And now you want to change here to be like there. We're not racist, phobic, or anti-whatever you are. We simply like here the way it is. And most of us actually came here because it's not like there, wherever there was. You're welcome here, but please stop trying to make here like there. (laughs) If you want here to be like there, you shouldn't have left there to come here. And you're invited to leave here. And go back there at your earliest convenience. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this I love is a it. sign in a bar. I, I fucking love it. love it. Like, you know, this is this is what we worry about. We've talked yeah. about this. Remember, even pre-pandemic, we were talking about this, how all these people are moving from California to Texas, these businesses, right? Abbott loves bringing in these big corporations. I'm like, but be careful who you bring in. Yeah. Because yeah. they're not smart enough to realize that the reason they move to this state is because of Republican politics. Yeah. You know? So that's, that was – I saw that and I found that so interesting mm-hmm. and it went well with this story. What else do I got on my uh, Twitter feed here because this was actually uh, – yes, here we go. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the last story of the day, Ralph Northam yeah. is the outgoing governor of Virginia. Yeah. Affectionately known as Governor Blackface. Well, there's an interesting bit of news that slipped under the radar. This came out the other day, and it was reported here in, in one of the local Virginia papers. 
Governor Ralph Northam said he's, quote, 99% sure of the identity of the man who wore blackface in a photograph included on his medical school yearbook page. Well, you cannot the make other, this up. The other end of this is he admitted that he was in the photo. Yeah. So he just backdoor admitted yeah. that he was in the fucking KKK yeah. hood, which yeah. is what we said yep. all along. Yep, yep. And it's what yep. Katie said, and yep. it's what we've been saying yep. the entire time. Remember yep. there was supposed to be this big old facial recognition investigation yeah. into this? Yeah. yeah, He was in the fucking clan hood. Yeah. And he just admitted it on his way out of the governor's mansion. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, no, yeah, it's make, too perfect. You can't make it up. It's too perfect. You can't make it up. Speaking of which, Glenn Youngkin will be the governor on Saturday at noon here in the Commonwealth Yay. of Virginia. And we are extremely happy about that. The Republicans took over the House of Delegates this week. It's 5248 Republican. We have a Republican Speaker of the House of Delegates. So it is the dawning of a new day here in Virginia. But what I found really, really interesting was yesterday. This fucking cocksucker at the Washington Post, he, he publishes this piece about how, quote, Cheerful suburban dad Glenn Youngkin convinced many Virginia parents that their children were under threat of critical race theory indoctrination. Now, Republicans in the state plan to cancel the minimum wage hike, require voter ID, cut early voting, and expand open carry of firearms. Yeah, <gasps> I don't understand what, what's the problem. <laughs> I'm your, like your terms are acceptable. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is fucking great. Yeah, this is great. This yeah. is gonna be great. Yeah. And I tacked onto this. I said, don't forget the massive tax cuts, expansion of school choice and parents' rights, because he wants to open tons of charter schools Good. across the state and and restore parents' rights, especially having to do with uh, the transgender shit, also having, you know, that pisses me off to no end. Uh, also having You're to do, 13, you want to cut your dick off, it's great. <laughs> that's what they think. I mean, that's a fact, you know. Like, it's not like, I'm not even exaggerating. They're like, yeah, let's just fucking do this. Cut dicks off all over the place. It's their fucking policy is let's just cut off everyone's dicks. Or, or in the opposite direction. They went into that home, there were dicks all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> or in the opposite direction when they have the fucking men competing in the women's sports. Oh, yeah. Did you see that headline from last weekend? <laughs> yeah. In the NCAA it. championships, <laughs> transgender woman versus transgender woman in the, which are really just two men, yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah. in the women's no, swimming no. championship. Yeah. Anyway, back to the great things that Glenn Youngkin's going to do. Uh and I added on the restoration of law and order because he wants to really crack down on the crime around yeah, here, especially the MS-13 exactly. shit. Yeah. Repealing the fucking bullshit gun laws that the Democrats passed, including the one gun a month restriction, which is just blatantly unconstitutional. And the bill that allowed local northern Virginia places to put in uh, Second Amendment restrictions. Mm. So the list that the Republicans want to accomplish is great. And I hope that a lot of it happens. Um, you know, and a lot of it's common sense. Yeah. I mean, really, like, if you look at it, you know, they make it sound like it's this radical Republican regime. And I'm like, this is Glenn Youngkin wants to create jobs. How terrible of him. Yeah. Well, he wants to cut the grocery tax, wants to cut the gas tax. Can we uh, we cut the car tax? 
No, they can't do that. What do you mean they can't do that? It's only four. Oh, it's it's, it's because it's not a statewide thing? Here's the thing. Yeah, it's not a statewide thing. Yeah, it's a county thing. Oh, my God. The state restricts the amount that the counties can charge. Mm. Now, theoretically, they could lower that significantly or outright ban it. But then comes the problem of the, what they would say, the revenue gap. Because remember, they take all these millions and millions and tens of millions, whatever, from us, and then they put it towards their liberal bullshit. So that would require them to cut their budget, which they're not going to oh, do. do that, no. So what, what else would they do? They would just raise other taxes. Yeah. Property taxes, or they'd come up with other bullshit taxes like the plastic bag tax. Oh, God. Which, don't even get me started on that. Oh. I mean, that's just fucking outrageous. Oh. And it's only five cents, but it is just fucking outrageous. It's ridiculous. I should have to pay an extra 15 cents for, you know, whatever. Well, let me tell you something. If I go into the grocery store and use the self-checkout line, and they say, how many bags did you use? Even if I'm double bagging, which I am now on purpose, (laughs) I put zero. You can come and kiss my ass, Fairfax (laughs) County. I pay you enough fucking money to drive my goddamn car. I'm not going to pay you to use plastic bags. But anyway, back to the great Glenn Young. Yes. Oh, the car tax. They basically they, they they're so deep in on this now with this fucking uh, gravy train of money that it's just never gonna go away. Yeah, probably. But that's always been my thing is that if you ran in this state on removing the car tax, you win yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that. Glenn Youngkin, governor, on Saturday at noon, and we will celebrate such a thing. Uh, what else do I got here? Oh, yeah, inflation, big meat is crushing us. Um, yeah, we're choking down on... I, I I can't believe that they made that a thing. Big meat? I yeah. know, yeah. Big yeah. meat's slapping us around. They're like, the meat corporations are yeah. are colluding to raise prices. I'm like, I don't think that's how it's going. And then <laughs> they're ramming it down our throats. Well, and basically, we made a joke of it, and we're like, yeah, big meat's big really meat fucking us. fucking us, yeah. And, and then Pete is like... Yeah, fuck big yeah, meat. Yeah. <laughs> like, Eat off big meat. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is triggered after dark tonight. It is because it is after dark. It is after. Also, yeah. by the way, Joe Biden hasn't held a press conference in over seventy days. Well, because those dementia drugs only last for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last quote on the Supreme Court today, and this was from Justice Gorsuch, who has turned out pretty decent. Less disappointing than Kavanaugh, which is kind of a disappointment. Uh, He said, quote, If this court were to abide them only in more tranquil conditions, declarations of emergencies would never end, and the liberties our Constitution's separation of power seeks to preserve would amount to little. And that is really the key to the the whole argument here, Mm -hmm. right? Because now the libs are like, oh, you just want people to die. And I'm like, no. No one's going to – first of all, no one's going to – it's 99% survival rate, so shut the fuck up. No one's going to die. Well, the Omicron – Actually, milder. before I get to the last story, talk about your story on townhall.com. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. the libs are like, the hospitals are, are overrun. overrun. We're on the brink of collapse. I mean, how many times have we heard that? Brink of collapse, mm-hmm. overrun. It's not happening. And how do we know it's not happening? It's because even the New York Times <laughs> did a story on a, on a, on a report of 70,000 hospitalized patients in California. Mm-hmm. I think only one died of Omicron. Mm-hmm. Omicron. Omicron. <laughs> and then uh, basically, like, I forget the figures, but significant reductions for those who infected who have to go to the hospital. So hospitalizations are down. I think I think, I think the CDC said 
you know, less likely to go to the hospital if infected with Omicron. And when you, if you do have to go to the hospital, the stay is like cut in half. Mm-hmm. Also, no one's on ventilators. No one needs ventilators. Yep. So it is, uh, again, what, what's your fear narrative? Are the hospitals being overrun or not? Because with these figures, it's impossible for them to be overrun. The only way that the hospitals could be stressed or over, quote unquote, overrun is because of a certain mandate that has now fired a whole bunch of nurses and doctors yeah. and other healthcare workers and whatnot. But I'll just leave it at that. Well, and that's the other aspect that I thought that the Supreme Court would uh, knock down the the healthcare worker mandate is. Yeah. Now we're running into this issue of, oh, we don't have enough healthcare workers. Well, yeah. you fucking fired them all. Yeah, I know. Because of this stupid mandate. Yeah. What do you expect? Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I know common sense in our government yeah. severely lacks. Yeah. But, like, come on. I think it's probably because of, you know, I don't know. The whole thing is. I mean, hard. maybe because they're exposed to it every day, and it, you know, the, in, in which case they could see such a. I don't know. I, I really don't know. That that was a little. Well, here's my thing but, about but, the 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 entire hmm. argument with healthcare I'm not, workers. I'm not and, defending it. I'm just trying to give a reason as to why. You know, well, no, but, it's, it's the increase in risk. You know, my those, those but work. my whole thing with healthcare workers and the vaccine is, they took that risk. Oh, for, last year. Oh, yeah, when there was the no vaccine. Time yeah, before the vaccine. Yeah, when there was no vaccine for sure. You know, and, and remember when the liberals were like, "Oh, these people are such heroes," and this and that, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's great." You know, thank God yeah. for and them. And then the vaccines came out, and now these people are all selfish fucks who should be cast to the curb. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now they turn around and fire yeah, them. I know. I mean, I what know. the fuck? I mean, they fired what seven hundred from the Mayo Clinic. You know, a little bit of fucking gratitude for these yeah. people who were willing yeah. to, you know, help people that I were also, sick and dying. You know, the whole narrative that the, those who are unvaccinated are country bumpkins. Uh, a lot of healthcare workers are skeptical of vaccine. So, are are they part of the whole country bumpkin uh, oh, thing? Are a whore, are the legions of Black Americans who are skeptical of, of the vaccine are they country bumpkins? Well, I'm glad um, you brought that up because a huge portion. Yeah. Of the unvaccinated in Democrat areas, yeah, are minorities. They are, and they're being put on lists. Yeah, that's well, actually, something... actually, oh, hold on, hold on, not mm-hmm. ever in DC. Okay, in, in in but it's the test run. Yes, for the unvaccinated list that the Biden administration wants. They they're 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 putting it under the they're, they're saying well we're only taking religious objectors and putting it on the list. You know that anybody who. Is, doesn't want to get vaccinated is going to go on that fucking list. Anytime the government's so, creating lists, it's bad yeah. for America. Yeah. You wrote that full story yesterday yeah. at townhall.com. Yeah, 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 so if da, you want da, more... Da, yeah, Daily Signal on a good piece on it. If too. you want more detail... Yeah, but don't tell them to oh, go sorry. there. You go to yeah. us. Yeah, go to us. <laughs> yeah, go to us. Go to us. <laughs> uh, if you want more details at that, Matt's piece yesterday has more about that. But, you know, that was the thing that I found particularly ironic. Mm-hmm. In D.C., they implemented the vaccine mandate, yeah. right? For you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, to go anywhere. To, Essentially, go anywhere. Yeah, it's it's the passport law is in effect, and in fact, uh, wait, that's what's today. What, what's the date today? The thirteenth. Thirteenth in two days. Yeah. So if if you all want to go out to the bars and have a burger and whatnot in D.C., you have two days. <laughs> well, the true irony is yeah. that we wouldn't want to go into D.C. anyway because it's a total crime-ridden shithole. Oh yeah, I don't want to get assaulted. Yeah, but that being said, now I'll never go there. Yeah. Just out of principle. And everybody is more than welcome to come to Northern Virginia to give us your tax dollars and eat mm-hmm. here. Uh, but going back to the minorities, right? <laughs> because because I really this is this they refuse to admit it. Oh yeah, that a huge portion of the unvaccinated and it's their absolute right to be unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah. is minorities. Yeah, 
and particularly Democrats. But they yeah. try to make it out to be. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. oh, those evil Republican, you know, yeah. Trumpers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, D.C., 93% voted for Joe Biden. I know. I'm pretty sure yeah. that the math works out that it's not a majority of Trumpers in the yeah, city that I are unvaccinated. Right? And beyond and, that— And the passport law is going to disproportionately punish those people. Well, now it's, that's it's, the second part of this. It's a high-tech Jim Crow. <laughs> right. It really is. They I, say we're yeah. Jim Crow. Yeah. They're the ones keeping yeah. minorities, yeah. particularly the blacks in D.C., yeah. out of all the establishments. It is, is going to be—I mean, it, this is classic liberal, professionally urban-based America. It is going to be the white libs who have been vaccinated going everywhere mm -hmm. and then blacks in the city— being told like you can't come here. Guess what you else? Can't, you can't go into the Applebee's. You can't go into this. Well, there's yeah. no Applebee's in DC, but yeah. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Second level to this. Yeah. Because it gets even more rich. You know what else you have to show in addition to your passport, your your vaccine oh, card, your, your ID, photo ID. Exactly. Yeah. So photo ID and vaccine card to eat at a restaurant, not to vote. Not to vote. I, I mean, again, I thought I thought this was racism. Yeah. Yep. What? <laughs> yep. It's only racism when they do it. Yep. Well, you know, there's our racism is for the benefit of the greater good. <laughs> the true irony of this, yes, Christ, is that it's leading to an exodus from the Democrats on the side of of Black and Hispanic Americans, particularly on the Latino side, because mm -hmm. the new poll that came out yesterday that shows Biden's approval cratering shows he's particularly losing support. Among Latinos, it's bad, and that I mean, it's it, it it's an election killer. Oh yeah, I mean he's down he's down now. I think to uh, twenty eight percent of Hispanics approve uh, his job. Did you? I know I know. Sidebar. I know it doesn't do with Hispanic, but did you see the indie number that was right next to that Hispanic number? Oh, you mean independence? Independence. Yeah. It's like twenty five percent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Even even Democrats yeah. like seventy five percent. Yeah. But they're mad because he's not liberal enough. Yeah. So yeah. And, and Julio has a great piece on this at townhall.com. Latinos are saying adios to Joe Biden in large droves. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I mean, basically, the country's fucked. <laughs> We're in a rapid state of decline. We're slowing it a bit. Mm -hmm. Little little wins here and yeah. there. You got to take yeah. the wins, right? Yeah. Got to take the wins. Got to take the wins. SCOTUS, you know, stopping them from taking over the federalizing of elections. Uh, Biden's approval ratings in the tank bodes well for the midterms but nonetheless they are destroying the country still and it's happening pretty quickly so very quickly so gotta quickly fight back it's been gotta fight back not with violence but and maybe a little violence yeah uh, <laughs> all rights reserved for the future but <laughs> yeah i'm never oh, one hold on, hold on. i would say but you should never limit your options. Right. That's what I was just <laughs> yeah, going to say. Yeah, I'm yeah. not one to limit my yeah, options. Yeah. Don't so. limit the options. <laughs> that being said, it's never yeah. a bad idea to, of course, as the great Colonel Schlichter says, we are got to get him on here soon, yeah. by the way. Buy guns, buy ammo. That will be the post-apocalypse currency is ammunition. So on that note, we are going to wrap it up for today. Of course, if you want to reach out to us, email is triggered at townhall.com. Our friend Derek out in Washington State Total, total commie hellhole. He actually sent us some interesting stories. We're going to dig into that over the weekend because apparently, basically, the dictator Jay Inslee out there is doing some real fucking sketchy shit. The, that area of the country doesn't get a lot of attention necessarily no, besides like Portland because it's yeah. a yeah. Know, total war yeah. zone hellhole yeah. there. 
Uh, but we're going to dig into this because there's some really scary shit going on there. And that's what they want to do to the entire country, these liberals. So, Derek, thank you for that email. Thank you for sending us that stuff. We're going to look into that. We're going to talk about it on next week's show. Thanks, of course, for being a Triggered listener. We love all of you. So, again, Triggered at townhall.com. If you want to send us some stories, send us some feedback, you want to hear us talk about something, we will do it. So, uh, of course, if you want to support us directly and help us fight back against Biden – uh, destroying this country because we need more wins like we had today in the past few days. Uh, you can help us fight back, get the uncensored version of Triggered, which everybody loves. Everybody loves. Even Derek emailed said mm-hmm. loves uncensored yeah. Triggered. So townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code Triggered to get 25% off. Uh, that will help us directly fight back against Biden Then the Democrats. we got to tell the truth about these people. I mean, yeah, yeah really, if you think about it, without conservative media – the past three years, just think of what they'd be doing to this country. Oh, my God. I mean, oh between, you know, the, the virus stuff, the mandates, you know, the, the amount of times that we've told the truth and are called the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> and it's, it's been proven yeah. true so many times. You've been ahead of the curve for months. Yeah. So anyway, if you want to help us out, that's how you can do so. Anyway, we love all of you who listen to us. We do it for you all. So... Uh, on that note, we hope you have a great weekend. Congratulations to the new governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. And we will be back here on Tuesday. Oh, some people have a long weekend. We don't have off Monday. Some people have a long weekend. Martin Luther King. Well, I'm taking off for Martin Luther King Day. No, you're not. Yeah. Nope. We have to. Nope. Not allowed. Well, Columbus Day. We, uh, that's us, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. that's our holiday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we'll be back here Tuesday, another episode of Triggered. See you then.